Hey guys, it's Jen. Um, the other day I went to a party and I said something dumb about music and suddenly I felt like I was 16 again, not knowing things. Um, I feel like it's pretty common, but a lot of people don't admit that they formed their earliest musical taste around the things that were in their proximity. Um, which usually are radio hits from the 50s forward, back in my day, and the music that your parents had. Um, so Always Playing in the Car was Oldies 104.3. Oldies 104.3, um, which is gone now, long gone. Um, I distinctly at one point remember my mother singing the opening to Kiss Off, by the violent film, by violent film. Um, but when I was older, like when I was listening to the alternative station, uh, I remember I mentioned that I have the memory of her singing it. And she's like, I've never heard this song before. And I was like, the fuck you didn't. <laughs> um, but she was a huge fan of In Excess and Hootie and the Blowfish and Delamitri. All still bangers. But the thing is, so many people think that they don't know who Delamitri is. And even Family Guy, I want to say, made a joke using the Delamitri song. Everybody knows who Delamitri is. For a while, you couldn't avoid them. That doesn't mean that they're bad, though. Um, when I was a teenager, I started going to punk shows at the Fireside Bowl, the famous, the world-famous Fireside Bowl. Um, not really because I liked the music, um, because it was mostly awful, because local bands are mostly awful. Um, I have like two stories and maybe three about the Fireside Bowl, but that's for another time. Um, the only reason I went to those shows is because it was something to do first with my cousin, who was also my best friend, and then when I got a little bit older, my high school friends. Um, it was one of the only all-ages things in town to do. The only band I ever discovered liking from there was a band called the 45s out of Atlanta, Georgia, and they were fucking great, and the internet wasn't quite up to par as far as, like, finding old bands. Actually, let me look them up right now. Fuck. Ah! I found them! On all music. Are they still around? Dude! Oh, I'm so they have a... Okay, let me look. Oh, there's only a header. Search for 45 span in existing articles. I hate Facebook. I hate this. I don't want this, but... Well, I'm excited. I'm going to look into them again. Oh, and this is actually one of my... I really... I say that now, but I probably won't. The only music I ever truly discovered on my own was Ugly Kid Joe and Psychedelic Furs, which obviously go really good together. 
both were chosen on the same day when I was about eight years old. And they, I liked their covers, and so I picked them out of the discount tape cassette box that was like as tall as me in the, uh, in the Jewel Osco electronics section. The only other pure musical discovery I can think of came later um, with Stroke Nine, who nobody remembers, which I found while browsing through the listening station at Tower Records. Um, later, some of the friends who I would go to punk shows at the Fireside Bowl with, some of those people would make fun of me for being excited about finding this band, this song, this album that I liked. Um, and it turns out that it was on the radio and I had no idea. I think because I wasn't listening to the alternative station at the time. It was obviously a good song if it was on the radio, like mathematically at least. I still show it to people. Oh, there was Dumu Borgir. We're all going to argue about how to pronounce it. I don't care. Whatever. I'll say Borgir. I don't care. They can come tell me themselves. Um, for some reason, in my first apartment, my television antenna started to receive a video channel. I don't know if this was new to the area broadcast and was a known channel, or if it was something that had to do with the digitization. Um, I don't remember. And I think it only showed videos overnight until like a certain point in the morning. And it wasn't the box. I remember the box too. This was way after the box. And there was Demi Borgir and I was like, at 4 a.m. I thought, oh, this is amazing. Still, both of those things were only available like they were available it's not that I went out of my way to find them everything else I learned from friends even the same friends who I was going to shows with I was literally handed an x-ray specs album by a friend who didn't like it and I only learned about some of my favorite pop punk bands um like so good Charlotte who I have a story about and Alkaline Trio because they were bands that boys I liked hated bands hated by boys I liked um, when MySpace happened, I used to go through profiles of people I thought were cool, and I would investigate the music that they had on their list to see if I liked it. Usually I didn't. Usually I felt like there's no way that people could like this stuff, but they were all challenging each other to be more and more obscure. But what do I know? Along the way, through finding my musical taste, I learned that I was usually wrong about music facts or opinions in one way or another, so I stopped having them. Um, I worked at a venue for years in Atlanta, and I still thought that local bands sounded like trash, but I blurred them on the website anyway. Of course, I end up with a guy in a local band, uh, but he had to learn when I don't think something of his is shitty and when I think it's really, really good. I have pop ears, and he should trust me, but, you know... Being with a guy in a band, music comes up a lot at parties. And the other night, I had shared that I had recently learned that a lot of the songs I like, that I hear out in public and Shazam, they all end up being by the same band, which is Fleetwood Mac, who is a very prolific band with multiple vocalists. And I said, 
Those two have very specific but non-gendered voices, don't they? And like the silence hung in the air and I was like, okay, everybody just doesn't know what I'm talking about here, huh? And it's like, okay, I know that Stevie Nicks has a distinct voice. Again, the voice is distinct, but it it is not necessarily a feminine voice. And don't tell me that Lindsay doesn't have a jolly feminine exuberance on, on the back end of his voice. Same as Michael McDonald. Don't tell me. Anyway. And so <laughs> for like 10 seconds of silence and people calculating like, who is going to, who's going to, who's going to correct her? <laughs> I wrote in my notes, <laughs> Lindsay sounds like a giant singing through a helium balloon. He has a weird feminine Nico type quality. I know nothing about my ears work. And that man is a vocal non-binary. <laughs> and then some guy was like, oh, oh, especially Christine McVie, who I think is who you're thinking of. And I was like, yeah, well, I don't know. I just learned uh, that I like them. And then somebody put on Fleetwood Mac and everybody kind of forgot about it, which was a relief. But geez, I hate feeling that way. I hate that so much. I was just like 16 again, and it sucked so bad. But I mean, it's fine. Obviously, it was fine. Everybody was very nice, and nobody said nobody said that I was stupid out loud, which is good. It's nice. That's a nice thing. I mean, you know, if somebody did, <laughs> I'm going to stop now. Has anybody else ever experienced like a, a defect in knowledge, like a missing portion of the brain that everybody else seems to have and like revels in sharing I don't know